Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuh Welcome back to the airwaves of the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo With your host this evening Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Donas And is alhamdulillah it is that segment of the education in our program Where we deal with education with an Islamic perspective And as mentioned earlier on uh, We would be chatting to uh, members of the Boland Islamic Council But before we do that let's greet uh, our uh, special guest or co-presenter for this particular segment And that is none other than the Honorable uh, Sheikh Shahid Iso. Sheikh Assalamu Alaikum Wa Alaikum Assalam Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Ridwan Yasira And of course our dear listeners of Voice of the Cape um, yeah, Sheikh, let me just start off by asking I know Sheikh uh, seems a bit busy But I want to check something with Sheikh uh, I normally ask Yasira the question Sheikh so How has your week been? Alhamdulillah extremely busy Alhamdulillah And of course Mashallah another addition to the family That's also kept us busy <laughs> And still keeping us busy Alhamdulillah <laughs> Okay, inshallah, Sheikh. But before we continue, we're going to go for a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. Just a reminder to our listeners uh, that you can participate in the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913. Our SMS line 47913. Or you can give us a call in studio on the number 021-442-3530. Now, we do have uh, in studio with us, as we said, Sheikh Shahid Isa, and we have uh, members of the Boland Islamic uh, council as well as that of the uh, Jamiatul Ulama but let's uh, first greet uh, Imam Ali Rida Abrams uh, he is the educational convener for the Boland Islamic Council uh, Imam Assalamu Alaikum Wa Alaikum Assalam Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh MashaAllah Jazakumullah for the opportunity to be on this program of the Voice of the Cape and wassalamu alaikum to the listeners of the Voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Shukran jazeelan, Imam. I remember that when we were broadcasting from the Bolan studios, I think we did a link up with Imam. Yes, correct. Yeah. And yes, we sure. then also had, I think, uh, Sheikh Ahmad uh, in studio with us that gave us a brief background and history, you know, to the Bolan Islamic Council Aywa. and the relationship with the uh, Jamiatul Ulama. Aywa. Naam. Okay, Alhamdulillah. Then also joining us uh, in studio uh, from the uh, Jamiatul Ulama is Maulana Suhail Wadi. Maulana, Assalamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And then also uh, joining uh, Maulana Suhail, we have Maulana Abdurrahman na- Bamji. Yeah, Maulana Abdurrahman Bamji. Maulana, Assalamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And Wa Alaikum Assalam to all your listeners also. <coughs> Shukran Jazilan for taking out from your time, particularly on a Sunday evening, uh, to share with our listeners more about the Boland Islamic Council, the workings as well as the relationship then with the uh, Jamiatul Ulama. Uh, we have quite a number of Maulanas in the studio present, alhamdulillah. Uh, I'm not sure how we're going to, but we'll try and give each one of them an opportunity as we go along. But for now, I'm going to hand over to Sheikh Shahid, inshallah. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen Sayyidina wa nabihina wa maulana Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Amma ba'd Dear listeners, Alhamdulillah Tonight we're going to continue the discussion uh, From the Boland And of course there was a previous discussion A few weeks back If we all remember When we had the Boland Festival And of course uh, Voice of the Cape went out as well and we had a special program with, with uh, Talib Samai and, of course, special guests from the Poland Islamic Council to speak about the different activities taking place in the Poland and, of course, their contribution to the upliftment of the Muslims and, of course, the Islamic education. And in particular, the cooperation and the partnership that they have with the Jamit Ulama of South Africa and their contribution to education. That is why we have in studio tonight both Imam Ali Rida, that represents the BIC, the Boland Islamic Council, and we've got also Maulana Suhail Wadi and Maulana Abdurrahman Bamji representing the Jamit al-Ulama. So tonight we're going to take that discussion further to give further clarity and to inform our community at large of the role and contribution the Jamit is making 
both financially and also providing human resources to try and also uplift the Islamic education through these partnerships. So I'm going to ask, we have, um, of course, Maulana, uh, Maulana Suhail with us, but I'm going to first allow Maulana Abdurrahman to give us some background, uh, just to sketch briefly, and of course the involvement both in the metro, which is Cape Town, broader Cape Town, and then of course the Osiri Platalant, the Bolant, Damsios uh, Bolant Islamic Council, the involvement, because Maulana has got another appointment at half past seven, so he wants to excuse himself, he's got an urgent matter to see to, so we can allow Maulana to then just start off the program for us, inshallah. Falatafadal Mashkura. Jazakumullah khair. Alhamdulillah, with the Fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His mercy, a few of our senior ulama from the Jamiatul Ulama in the early 2000s visited the Poland and Cape Town area with the purpose of just doing an assessment on the education system in the Madaris that is going on here. And what they found that in the Madaris there was no unified syllabus that was being taught in some madaris in one class maybe there were f- children were learning two or three different types of kitabs and after meeting with the senior ulama of the boland and of the cape town area they decided that uh, it would be in the best interest of giving our children the best islamic education that to unify a syllabus and try and get uh, unification in the madrasa system so like this, they met with various uh, ulama in the beginning. There was uh, Monana Arnolds from Atlantis and uh, with uh, Imam Fuad Samai and also Mona Abdul Khalik Ali at that time. And after uh, various uh, workshops that they had, it was uh, they chose Imam Fuad Samai to then become our supervisor and convener for the education in the Boland. And Alhamdulillah, that that is where the beginning uh, took place. Mashallah, Mashallah. No, Alhamdulillah. I think um, maybe those individuals in the Boland that are uh, acquainted with all the names mentioned, of course, Maulana Anand with Ali Rahamu, inshallah, and grant him our eyes place in the Jannah, inshallah. We know the work that they've done and in the communities, and how those communities have become consolidated, become established, and also the education in those areas have become well established. And I think um, the forerunner of the unified syllabus in South Africa, we find that the LMA has played a, a huge role with the Jamit as well, the Lanasia Muslim Association. And that has set the groundwork for a number of other institutions to use that. And of course, we had the EMS model coming later. And then, of course, it spread throughout the country and different madaris became now um, affiliated to different groupings but to a large extent the madrasa system became very much unified and well organized so individuals could travel anywhere in south africa and just continue with the islamic education at any madrasa and of course uh, the other aspect of course is that we know that the hanafi school of thought coming from the jamiat side that has also been dealt with in terms of the madrasa so we find today because there's so much movement and intermarriages all over the country that the, uh, the syllabus is very accommodative and it accommodates both and the language is hulufa <laughs> mayfandah Crayons, the syllabus ain't like an Engels and Boland. I see me Afrikaans, the events of Prat ain't like me Engels, no, and Boland. As they are, even Mali? Alhamdulillah, when in Boland Prat is by Afrikaans, normal. Yes, was a classical conduct. Was to say, no Prat. Yeah, I conduct with Afrikaans, Engels. So, Alhamdulillah, the classes that are conducted in, yes. in the Boland is through the English medium. Because all our kitabs uh, that we are receiving from the Jamit al-Ulama yeah. is also in the English medium. Right. Uh, previously, we, we had, uh, before the, um, the Jamiat came on board, there was a syllabus that was written in Afrikaans. Correct. Um, and last time I saw that syllabus was in Wellington when I was the imam there in, in 2007. MashaAllah. So, alhamdulillah, the, thus far it, it further developed and we empowered most of our ulama here in, in, in the Cape as well to, um, to do some research, especially on the, on the, the Shafi'i fiqh and, 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 and the, the Shafi books, so that we made a few suggestions to, to yeah. the Jamiat uh, so that uh, 
the books can be accommodative uh, for the Boland as well as for the Cape, uh, especially with the Shafi Madhab. Alhamdulillah. No, Alhamdulillah, I think there's huge progress. And uh, of course, we know internationally, South Africa has been lauded to be leading in this field. And many other countries have also basically uh, imported the syllabus and materials that are being used here to their countries. So many other <coughs> minority groups have benefited from the South African experience. Mm. And sometimes we don't even know how far the books actually go. And the, little, the effort that we make here, how well it is actually appreciated elsewhere. I don't know if you want to speak about that briefly, Mon uh, Abdurrahman. Alhamdulillah, uh, from the Jamiat uh, Talimi board, the syllabus has gone to many, many countries. In fact, uh, a lot of countries like even India and Pakistan are now uh, getting our syllabus from here in South Africa and it's being taught in those madaris. Uh, South Mashallah. South American countries, Bosnia, in in the Arab some of the Arab countries also, and Alhamdulillah, like this, uh, it's been well received in most of the countries. No, Alhamdulillah. Maybe we can ask the involvement of the uh, Jamaat al Ulama in the Western Cape. I know that at the moment we're dealing with the Bulant Islamic Council, um, but also in the Metro, the Cape Metro. Uh, could you give us idea, Molana, about how many schools are actually partnering with and assisting in both the Buland and then, of course, uh, the Metro? Alhamdulillah, uh, we uh, in the Cape Town area, uh, in the Cape Town Metro, we're working with uh, the Mitchell's Plain Islamic Trust, and uh, uh, most of those madaris are in, in the Mitchell's Plain area. Uh, from amongst those, also there were there are two madaris that the Jamiatul Ulama. Uh, was offered and purchased the properties uh, itself and established madaris on those uh, uh, properties itself. And then uh, we are working in other areas like Lansdowne uh, in Belha. We're working with the Belha Committee in Ottery, Rocklands, all around Mitchell's Plain area. And Alhamdulillah, uh, for the Mitchell's Plain area, we do have uh, a supervisor in that area also. Mona Zahir Evans, who unfortunately could not make it for tonight, whereas he would be able to give us a bit more insight into the goings-on of that area. And uh, in the as far as the Poland is concerned, we've got uh, two supervisors, uh, Imam Ali Rida and Muallima um, Kashifa, who's based in Pal. She does uh, the Pal area. Mashallah. So when we speak about maybe Maulana Swail can of course now just give us some idea also about uh, the system that is being adopted. Because we've got many madrasas operating, there's a principal, there are teachers. But of course the Jamiat wants to bring and also uh, you know lift the benchmark so that we can improve the quality and standard of education. So what systems have you introduced in those particular madaris and the uh, improvement that you've actually observed over the years now with your engagement and participation in those madaris? <coughs> Alhamdulillah. With regards to the systems which the Jamiatul Ulama has brought about, uh, the, the, the main focus has been on unification. So in order for us to to, uh, to ensure if learners are progressing, there has to be a sense of, of measurement, yeah. uh, of assessment, of measurement in, 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 in different aspects. For example, with regards to, to the progress that has been done with regards to, to quality control. Uh, one is the teaching, but how well is the teaching being implemented? And with regards to empowerment, uh, human capital uh, development, uh, developing the asatizas, uh, developing the supervisors, developing the principals, developing the community, uh, developing uh, the committees as well. And just today, Alhamdulillah, we had a workshop uh, in Belgravia no. with all, all, all the different stakeholders uh, that are involved, because our main focus is our our youth, our children. They are they are our primary end, and it is our. Uh, uh, job or our duty as uh, as Muslims, as Ustads, as ulama, that we have to ensure that they receive uh, quality education Mashallah. and the best education and what we can give. And one of the main things that came out of the <coughs> workshop today 
is that from all the role players that are there, that is uh, the Jamia, the PIC, the committees, the parents, uh, the supervisors, the principal, the educators, we have about seven stakeholders, and the end result must be that the learners receive the best quality education. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Mm-hmm. I think that is a very important and very pertinent point, is how much do we invest in Islamic education? And that is all aspects of it. You mentioned the teacher, you mentioned the principal, you mentioned that the committee, that is the management of it. Then, of course, the actual institution, that you even built an institution or two. And, of course, most of our madaris are located at Masajid, or some of them do have their own buildings. But there are also many informal madaris that are located in communities with certain families. They take responsibility, like we call the home madrasa or the garage madrasa. And there we have very little actually controls or supervision to ensure the quality. Now, did the Jamia think about an outreach program to even those individuals where you involve in the formal madrasa sector and good partnerships going and improving that? But there's a number of small ones. How can one actually incorporate them and also provide a platform for them to improve their quality? Can we ask that uh, the Maulana just hold on to that particular answer? We're going to have to go for a quick ad break. And when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Are you a live from Cape Town? This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the program called the Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Studio. If you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by Sheikh Shahid Iso, uh, and we are joined in studio by uh, Imam Ali Rida Abrams, who is the educational convener for the Boland Islamic Council. We are then also joined in studio by members of the Jamiatul Ulama and by virtue of Maulana Suhail Wadi and Maulana Abdurrahman Bamji. There are quite a number of other Maulanas in the studio, but uh, they are just here, I believe, for moral support, alhamdulillah. But it's always nice to have the brothers, uh, you know, uh, supporting each other, alhamdulillah. Actually, before the, I, took, I think we took the ad break, there was a question to Maulana Suhail. No, no, Maulana Abdurrahman. Shukran Zazila. Sheikh, as far as... Uh, Sheikh was asking regarding the home madaris and that in fact a few of our madaris uh, in Mitchell's Plain initially were home madrasas and uh, looking at the situation you know it wasn't it wasn't a, a healthy situation where children were housed uh, having madrasa in a garage and it was open there were you know kids running around there was a lot of disruption and Layat alhamdulillah, you know, the Muslim community of South Africa has always been willing to support uh, uh, education and with the support of the communities and, it, and the, the fazal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we were able to then put up proper structures on these. And where structures were not available or it was difficult, then we looked at uh, acquiring or speaking to the government schools in that area right. where they charge us a very minimal rental thing and uh, in fact we are we're looking quite a lot at uh, going towards schools because uh, the whole setup is ready there for us absolutely we don't really have to put up because you know the matrasa is there the the desks are there the the boards are there infrastructure the whole infrastructure is ready yeah. for us so we don't really need to to lay out a lot of capital and that and uh, Basically, they charge us quite a minimal rental for what we are getting back. No, alhamdulillah. I think it's a, it's a huge saving because uh, government also wants the, the community to utilize the schools, particularly in the afternoon and evening when it is exposed to vandalism. And we've seen that happening, particularly over weekends and after hours. So if they find uh, uh, other community structures that would like to partner with them and to take up certain other hours, it means that they can reduce the potential of vandalism. And that is a huge saving again for the state. 
So I think it's an excellent partnership. It benefits everybody. We save in, instead of putting up all these huge buildings. There's infrastructure, so more money can be invested in in the actual education, and not necessarily all the infrastructure and buildings that go with it. And we know money is always a problem in our community, and parents are not always by the means to pay the fees. So whatever monies are available and revenue, we should try and then use it, uh, you know, for the, for the maximum. Uh, poten- or, uh, usage or benefit of the community, inshallah. So I think we appreciate that. Um, it's just the idea of the, the syllabus and the development from the discussion of all the different syllabi. We know that the Jamit has now developed its own syllabus. Okay. Maybe if, just to give us some idea of how that has now taken shape with all the different inputs over the years and it culminating now into the Jamit syllabus. Alhamdulillah, the, the syllabus uh, started off many, many years ago. Mm. And as time, you know, the need uh, was there, ulama sat down and, and revised the syllabus. And Alhamdulillah, it's been put together now in what we call the Tasheel series, uh, in books of like Fiqh, Aqaid, uh, Akhlaq, and uh, Akhlaq and Adab. Mm. And with this Ahadith, Duas, all the different uh, aspects and even in in the western cape or in the boland uh, we have we've got a shafi fiqh so that that's uh, because majority uh, are shafi shafi madhab so we have the shafi fiqh that has been compiled for specifically for this uh, purpose uh, the other is we've we've always tried to, uh, to implement and improve on the syllabus uh, so Suggestions are always open. We always speak constantly, speaking to us, our supervisors, to to our committees, and getting feedback from them all the time. So where where the need is, uh, you know, maybe a certain uh, or a kitab or a certain uh, book is not working in a certain area, then it's not fixed that it has to be right. put in that. Uh, I mean, we are always uh, flexible, flexible to adapt to the circumstances, to to the circumstances yeah. that are uh, available, and. Uh, looking at this, also we've uh, we've implemented now a teacher teacher development and training program, which uh, we will discuss inshallah. We are discussing it. You most welcome before <laughs> you take uh, leave, Molana. We've got uh, we've uh, we spoke uh, to s- some of the leading people in the in the field of education, right. namely uh, t- uh, Brother Ismail Kathrada, who was uh, a leader in education, and uh, he then. Uh, Put us on to Lady Sister Nazima Umar, who who was a supervisor for schools in the Western Cape, and Alhamdulillah, she has offered her services, fisabilillah, at at no charge to empower all our teachers. So she has on a, a monthly basis, they have a, a teacher training program, and the feedback that we've got in this two or three programs that we have is phenomenal. Teachers are like. Uh, why hadn't this come long time ago? Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. <laughs> like say, the improvement is always there, and we, uh, we just need uh, everyone to to latch onto it. And uh, with this, inshallah, the program will only be Amen. Uh, Amen, go inshallah. further and further. So, how often is the teacher development program taking place at all the madaris? Because you mentioned that you had a cluster where different principals came together for a workshop. So you get them together in a group and then you train them. How often does it happen for principals and teachers annually? For the, the program that we are running now will run right up till October. It's a monthly program. Monthly, so it's held uh, in Mitchell's Plain. Uh, we've been holding it at the Colorado Masjid Complex. And uh, t- uh, our teachers from all the affiliated madaris, that's Poland and the... Uh, Cape Cape Town cluster all attend, uh, all are requested to then attend for that uh, program. No, no, Shahid, no. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask one question quickly to Malona, if I may. You know, so how do how does the selection uh, take place in terms of you know who can actually benefit uh, from these workshops? Uh, is it advertised or do uh, various madaris just have to make contact? You know, either with the Jamiat or with uh, with BIC. Basically, it's it's open to all our uh, all the madaris that are affiliated to the BIC and the Jamiatul Ulama, but uh, we have had instances where 
people that are not affiliated also have requested to join us. And in in our previous workshops that uh, we were running, we did have Madaris. I mean, at the end of the day, like we said, yes. the students must benefit. So whether it's uh, outside uh, Ustaz that's teaching from a home, madrasa, whatever, at the end of the day, if they benefit, the kids are going to benefit. Uh, yeah. The end result will be the, the child. Uh, I think before we ask you... Um, you're, you know, you're at, uh, you would like to leave. I would like to ask some final question to you, Molana. Um, these workshops that are being conducted for the asati, uh, uh, for all the teachers, muallimas and muallims, um, do you actually uh, record it on video? Because these days you can actually put the whole training session online, so you don't have to repeat it. It can actually you people can actually watch a teacher in action. Teach the or train the or the, teach the teacher or train the trainer programs because to roll it out all the time is also very expensive. Whereas uh, uh, technology and media has now uh, become you know another means of extending that and at cutting the cost. Uh, <coughs> currently, we haven't uh, recorded or, or videoed any of these programs, but alhamdulillah, we do have uh, that uh, for the future. That is one of the programs and. In fact, my colleague Monana Suhail will be able to put shed a lot of light. If he was just Monana is uh, very clued up in all those matters. Mashallah. He just conduct. Uh, yesterday we were just discussing, and he told me he conducted a workshop for uh, over over the internet for Madaris in Australia, where he did it from sitting here in South Africa. He conducted a workshop via uh, the internet and to teachers in Australia. So, Monana, as far as workshop is concerned... MashaAllah. So, distance education, uh, actually, you didn't put it on my list, but that is actually another aspect which is very important, particularly for rural areas, where we do not always have access. And the only access that we have these days because of satellite and availability, everybody's got cell phones. Yeah. So, uh, they can, and they can go to a library. There is some point where they can have internet access. Yeah. And uh, if one schedules it, one could then pay for a point that people can come together even in a classroom situation and you can have a teacher in a remote place actually teaching. Mm. And this has been quite very effective in Australia, particularly Western Australia. I've been there personally to visit and to actually observe uh, teachers in action uh, teaching children living in the most remote places that very few people go to and they're able to access and I think uh, the most important point is access do we really make Islamic education accessible do we go to the extreme limits to find ways and means to to actually reach the Muslim community wherever they may be and I think uh, that will be very good. So Maulana Suhail has uh, been running with that particular program. It will be very interesting because whilst you're doing it on internet, it's actually switching on only the video button to record what you're doing. <laughs> you can actually capture the whole training program whilst you're in action. So um, you're doing it with Australia. Maulana, did you ever try it with South Africa maybe, with some remote communities? Maulana Suhail. Um, Alhamdulillah, with regards to the uh, to the training pro program, if I could just give it uh, yeah. a bit of a background. Uh, Alhamdulillah, I think we're entering a very, very uh, important phase uh, or transition uh, with regards to education. And Alhamdulillah, what we have seen, the integration of technology in the classroom uh, is the results that are coming out are very, very uh, positive. It's still in its in, in infancy in, 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 in the madrasa setting, but many educational centers around the world are utilizing um, teaching via the internet or integrating technology in their teaching. And alhamdulillah, in, and these things are, are very, very inexpensive the, uh, to, to, for, for with regards to the infrastructure. For example, all, all you would need is maybe just a laptop and a, and a projector and internet, internet access. So what this would enable us, inshallah, in the future, is that uh, you could have uh, students in the most, what you mentioned, in the most remote areas of the world, and you could give them the best educated to teach them. MashaAllah. And alhamdulillah, the, the, the results that are, that are coming out uh, with regards to uh, 
with regards to the workshops that we had, for, for example, in Australia, it's uh, remarkable. Alhamdulillah, it's been so positive and it's inexpensive. You know, people have been requested to come to Australia, come to Australia. I said, let's just do it over Google Hangout. Everyone has a Gmail account. Yes. And that's all you need is a Gmail account, which is free online. These tools, Google Hangout is, is free. And Alhamdulillah, util utilizing technology <coughs> has enabled us to educate uh, educators in, in a different part of the world. The only difficult uh, thing is that you have to wake up 3 a.m. in the morning <laughs> <laughs> for that hour. But Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I think, of course, the challenge is always and the fear as for mostly for those senior ulama that may not be uh, technology uh, you know, savvy. And, but I'm sure everybody can learn some basic skills of pressing a few buttons. And we have our youngsters that are very, very technologically inclined and know exactly. They're always there ready to help. So I think when we have all these partners and uh, working with all the different experts within our field, and we have, it, I have them in our own community. As you say, you found Sister Nazima, alhamdulillah, and she's making her contribution. You found also um, Ismail Katrada, and he's made his contribution. But there are so many others in our community. We got a wealth of experience and also money in our community. So we're just getting the combination correct and getting the right people in, then we can have one of the most outstanding systems in the world. So I think this is what we should try and leverage in our community and get all those professionals and give acknowledge the, the contribution and the abilities they have. I think this is most important. The ulama don't know everything. They are ulama in other fields. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, it's important that we breach that gap and that we join forces, inshallah. So... Um, I think uh, I want more, uh, um, maybe Imam Ali can speak about your interaction. You've had the Jamiat speaking and what they brought to the table for the Boland and how they try to improve. Uh, you are now the education and convener and you've been visiting all the different Madaris. From the years that you spent, and I know you spent quite a number of years now in the Boland and being the Imam of Wellington, have you seen that improvement and that impact it had on the education, Islamic education in the Boland? Alhamdulillah, shukran, Sheikh. Um, I think the, the, the first thing I need to say is that um, the Jamiat al-Ulama, they, they are placing a tremendous amount of resources into the Boland particularly. <coughs> and uh, not only financial, but also the time, like for instance, they came through for this week. They will be here in, in Cape Town and, and the Boland visiting all the Madaris that is affiliated and then um, they will be supervising the the actions and uh, of teachers and also the uh, con the control mechanisms they will be supervising uh, and also analyzing the system that is uh, that is taking place there um, there are quite a number of challenges that we uh, encounter within the madrasa system and uh, alhamdulillah every time when when uh, the review is done um, we we are sitting with uh, a, a point where we can say, Alhamdulillah, we have achieved a goal that we have set ourselves uh, for. And um, thus far, there has been a tremendous um, change with with the system that we are following now um, in the Bolan. Uh, most of the Madaris that that broke away, uh, they are coming back to to the to the system again. Because they saw the benefit in, in, in the system. And it is not only financial. It is, it is mainly to do with education and the quality that, uh, that the teachers uh, are, fa are facing and also building. Um, so at the end of the day, we, um, yes, we had a lot of uh, uh, interaction with uh, workshops and training, etc. And I think most of the teachers that were trained at the time, they left. Yeah. And now now it is the newcomers that needs to be trained and, and so training will be ongoing and therefore we uh, through the training the system will just improve and alhamdulillah thus far um, we, we, we do know the cliche where, where the community is concerned that ah the madrasa is manet you know it's manet afternoon it's just the afternoon mm. madrasa but um, we are interacting with, with the parents, we are interacting with communities, like, I mean, with the committees. As today, we had a, a committee's principal meet, principal's meeting where all the committees of the Bolan and the, and the Cape came together and also the principals where we discussed 
a few um, delicate issues uh, to, f- to, to, to set in our madrasa, set, set a system in to such an extent where we can improve in administration, in uh, uh, pr- lesson preparation, in, you know, all this aspect, uh, classroom management, etc. So what we, at the end of the day, say that if we find that the madrasa is increasing in numbers, also we are trying to increase in quality. Mashallah. So Alhamdulillah, um, this is one of the aspects that we, that we base ourselves on. No, Alhamdulillah. Can I yeah. maybe just ask? I'm not too sure if uh, Malala Abdurrahman has to leave. I don't know if Malala maybe wants to make one quick uh, final comment, inshallah, uh, before we go for an ad break. As far as the education is concerned, uh, we would like to thank uh, all the role players uh, that have taken part in it, namely going from the Poland Islamic Council, the Mission Plain Islamic Trust, and all that are involved. Inshallah, if we all work together. At achieving our goal, then with the help of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, inshallah, I don't think there's any way we can we cannot become successful in this. And say shukran to Voice of the Cape also for giving us this opportunity to enlighten your listeners. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you for coming and also sharing with us that, Maulana. Jazakumullah khair. Jazakumullah khair. We're going to say a bit salam to Maulana Abdurrahman Bamji, as we said of the Jamiat. We're going to go for a quick ad break, and when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. Just a reminder to our listeners that you can participate in the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913. Our SMS line 47913. Or you can give us a call in the studio on the number 021-442-3530. And if you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by uh, Imam Ali Ridwa Abrams, who is the educational convener for the Boland Islamic Council, as well as Maulana Suhail Wadi, who is uh, with the uh, Jamiatul Ulama. Now, just before we, uh, we, I give over to Sheikh Shahid, just two questions that I have to either Imam or to Maulana Suhail. You know, the issue around, uh, was, um, when I asked about, you know, uh, the beneficiaries, you said that you must be an affiliate of either the Jamiat or the Boland Islamic Council. Now, let's say, for example, Rahmania is not an affiliate. Are there any requirements for affiliation? That's the one question, and or affiliation fee. And the second one, with regards to the curriculum, um, I'm sure it will be captured in a textbook form. Um, you know, how does one then get a look at the textbook to determine as to whether it will be practically uh, able to be implemented within our Steenberg community, as an example? Shukran. Jazakumullah, inshallah. Um, with regards to the first question, uh, the requirements uh, for affiliation, uh, normally we, uh, from the BIC, the Bolan Islamic Council, uh, all the towns that uh, are situated from uh, the west coast, from Saldana Bay, right through to, um, to uh, Caledon, uh, even George, um, they uh, are naturally affiliated to, to the Boland Islamic Council. Um, however, we, uh, we, um, we normally address the ulama uh, of those towns to, to join up with the, with the BIC, to join the General Assembly of the yeah. Boland Islamic Council. And um, then automatically they will bring on the madrasa and the social welfare, everything that they will automatically be affiliated to, to the BIC. There, there are no no fees involved, alhamdulillah, but we also ask if there are committees or there are communities that would like to donate anything to the BIC uh, towards the program, particularly the education program or other programs that the BIC are involved in, like for instance the social welfare, the youth, etc., um, then they are most welcome to donate any anything. However, the um, affiliation, normally the structure of affiliation towards the Jamiat al-Ulama um, is basically via the BIC in the Bolan per se. However, the Cape uh, structures, um, it's uh, slightly different. 
um, they are normally directly linked to the um, to the Jamiat al-Ulama. Um, we we have created a partnership with the Jamiat al-Ulama, and um, that partnership uh, is basically where the Jamiat al-Ulama is. Um, uh, they they actually are there to assist the BIC in order to uplift the education, particularly in the Bolan. Uh, so affiliation, um, they can also be directly affiliated to the Jamiat al-Ulama. However, it is normally done via the BIC. The BIC. Right, that is uh, the one. I think uh, Maulana Suhail would be more appropriate to, to answer the second question on the textbooks uh, because the Jamiat al-Ulama normally, what they do is they, they provide the textbooks to all our madaris. Mm-hmm. And uh, alhamdulillah, it is thus far free of charge. So um, we that that is why I said mm. in the beginning the resources that the Jamiat al-Ulama has been uh, uh, placing in in our areas it is tremendous and uh, we don't know how really we can thank them. Uh, alhamdulillah, with the Father of Allah. No, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Uh, maybe Maulana. Maulana, so I would like to comment. Okay, mm. with, with regards to the uh, with regards to the affiliation. Um, those that are not affiliated to any council or, or, or society, then what, what, what is normally requested is that uh, there should be a written request that we would like to join uh, the Jamitul Ulama program. Uh, thereafter, a subsequent uh, team will be sent to do a needs assessment. And uh, there will be a discussion with, with the person that wants to join or, or the madrasa that wants to join uh, the program. And from there, inshallah, if everything, they, they will be briefed on the program, the Jamiatul Ulama. And if people are willing to or want to then join the program or willing to join the program, then alhamdulillah, I think uh, it's uh, one of the ways that we, that we start working with one another. No, inshallah. So they must accept also that there will be systems and processes. Uh, of quality uh, assurance, there will be some supervision, there will be people coming around to check on the teacher development, the committee, a training, all those factors will have to be considered. So when you join, it comes with a package. It's not saying oh, I only want your textbook, but stay out of my masjid or stay out of my drasa. Uh, it's actually a partnership where you actually engage and benefit in all other ways as well. Mm-hmm. But I think my question, Sheikh, was also, you know, in terms of the availability of a, let's call it a sample textbook, for example, so that one can actually just have a look at seeing, you know, whether it's practically implementable, as I said, for example, within the Steenberg area or within the retreat area. So that would be the one question. Do we, are we able to obtain a copy then of a textbook? Then my attention is very quickly drawn to our SMS line, and this SMS from 5820. It says, Assalamu alaikum, I commend the system and wish all the madaris can be become affiliated to this successful institution of the Jamiatul Ulama. Wassalamu alaikum and that comes from G Khan. A very big shukran there to our listeners for their participation. And again a reminder, you can participate by sending us your SMS to the number 47913. Uh, Maulana? Uh, with regards, uh, if you want to sample uh, the textbooks, you could either go uh, maybe to one of the madrasas that are already affiliated and maybe speak to the principal or you could contact uh, the convener. The, mm. You could contact the the conveners uh, of uh, of uh, the Bolan Islamic Council or the Mitchell's Plain Islamic Society, in, in, inshallah, and you can access to it. Uh, attain a copy, inshallah. Inshallah, shukran jazeel. And for that, Sheikh Shahid, we've got about no, two minutes. I think it's very important um, that. Uh, We've discussed at length the different, uh, you know, programs and what is being done in this particular area. But I want uh, Maulana or rather Imam Ali to specifically tell us which programs are going to take place very shortly that will be conducted, where it will be conducted. And um, as Maulana Suhail mentioned, it is open, although it is for the affiliates, they will accommodate some other people. So can we just tell the community at large, particularly our madrasa teachers, um, so that they know, and at least maybe the principal or somebody can get in touch, then we would like to have your contact number as well, uh, Imam Ali. Jazakallah, Sheikh. Um, just uh, short, uh, shortly, briefly, basically, the um, the next program that we will be having will be in this week on Thursday, the twenty first of May. That will be our um, uh, our monthly workshop that we are having for teachers, uh, the training for, of teachers. 
Um, last month, Alhamdulillah, we, we were contacted by um, one of the madrasas in Hanover Park to, uh, to ask us if they can actually come on board on this particular training program. And we, uh, we, al- we allowed the, the females to, to basically come. No, alhamdulillah. Uh, and, and they are now part of the system um, of the workshops. Nonetheless, the the um, the other uh, just to make mention is Imam, Imam, can Imam just hold that particular thought. We're gonna have to go for a quick ad break, and when we come back, we'll then wrap up with the program called Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape. Muslim Hands Winter Campaign Obushushu. Many impoverished families are affected by inadequate shelter, shortages of food, and basic needs to survive the severe winter conditions every year. From as little as 90 runs, you can give a warm blanket to the less fortunate. Have a heart. Make a difference. Please donate generously. Call Muslim Hands today on 021-633-6413 or visit muslimhands.org.za. Muslim Hands, united for the needy. Join me, Yusuf Fisher, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday evening between 9 and 12 on a caravan into the night. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the tail end of the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. Yes, alhamdulillah, we've had quite an informative discussion with the Jamiatul Ulama as well as a representative, and that is none other than uh, Imam Ali, uh, who is the educational convener for the Boland Islamic Council. The idea is the whole issue around uh, focusing on unification and the teacher development programs that is on offer by the Jamiatul Ulama. Jamiatul Ulama in relation or in conjunction with the Boland Islamic Council. If you are not an affiliate, however, there is an application process. There are no requirements for affiliation. However, you must make an application in writing. Uh, There will be a needs assessment done by the Jamiat uh, and then uh, the process will unfold from there. I'm sure that during before we end up, inshallah, or before we wrap up, that either Maulana or Imam Ali will give us the relevant contact details you know, for the BIC uh, so that uh, if there are any interested uh, any educators out there who has or runs a madrasa that you can then make contact with either the Jamiat or the Boland Islamic Council Tamaf Imam you were still giving an answer inshallah Jazakumullah mashallah um, I was uh, saying with regards to the, the, the program it will be held on uh, Thursday um, 21st of May that will be the teachers training program alhamdulillah and it will be in the uh, on the at the colorado um, park masjid complex yeah. alhamdulillah and the, it, the program will be starting from uh, 9 o'clock till 12:45 uh, uh, so um it is it is once a month that we are keeping this program that's why we have to to keep up with the hours, the long hours, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Nonetheless, um, I just wanted to also make mention that uh, the B- the Bolan Islamic Council uh, is uh, 30 years old this Mashallah. this year, alhamdulillah. Mashallah. And we are going to um, have a banquet in conjunction with the Oqaf uh, um, essay. Yeah. So uh, that will be on the 30th of, of May. So the month of May is extremely busy for the, for the BIC. Mashallah. And we had a couple of um, programs last week. We had, for instance, a program at, um, at the Malmesbury uh, uh, Civic Center uh, with the Malmesbury community. And it was an outreach program. And also, the edu- they want to re-embark uh, on the situation where they want to come on board again with the with the system of the of the Jamiat, Alhamdulillah, and we are welcoming them as well. Mashallah. And uh, th- we also heard, for instance, there's a in George, the town in in the in I mean the town masjid in George, they also requested the uh, affiliation and also. Um, coming on board to the education system. So um, we will be discussing those issues and we will be getting back to the communities. Contact numbers for uh, Imam? The contact number is myself, uh, Imam Ali. Uh, uh, God, I almost forget my number. <laughs> <laughs> 073 <laughs> 002 
073-002-7072 Again, 073-002-7072 Also, I don't have Molina uh, uh, Zahir's number with me um, But we can, one can also con- contact the Mitchell's Plain Islamic uh, Trust uh, for any uh, further um, any affiliation um, issues, so yeah. they can. Was the person is but uh, Muhammad Hendricks still there at the office? But Muhammad Hendricks is still around, and also but uh, Musa. But, uh, Mr. Khan. Mr. Khan uh, is the is yeah. the ch- chairperson yeah, of the. Mashallah. Yeah. So um, Alhamdulillah, they can be contacted as well. Unfortunately, I don't have the numbers with me, uh, but. Na- uh, I can get it for people if they contact me as well. Do you have yeah, an so office number as well, um, um, Unfortunately, um, we work from our cell phone. <laughs> okay, so I was just going to say that I think it's best in that uh, if you are interested, that you may contact with Imam Ali Rida on the number 073-002-7072. I have an SMS here from 2748 that says, Assalamu alaikum, I just switched on to your program. I also run a madrasa on my premises. I need help. Uh, what you are saying to that particular listener as well, uh, you may contact uh, Imam Ali on the number 073-002-7072. Sheikh, can I ask, we've got two minutes and with which to wrap up uh, yeah. and we normally conclude with the dua, inshallah. I don't know if uh, uh, Maulana uh, has maybe a concluding comment, inshallah. Okay. With regards to the to the Jamiatul Ulama office number, yeah. uh, which could be contact, which they could be contacted, it's uh, 011-852-4631. Zero one one eight five two four six three one. That's the Jamitul Ulama uh, contact number. Uh, the most important thing is for us to realize or acknowledge is that the learners, the child, is the most important beneficiary. That's the most important. Yes. And in order for us to ensure that that our children, our the Ummah's children, receive the best education, the best Islamic education. There is this interdependency between all the stakeholders, the parents, the committees, the jamiat. We we cannot work independently. We have to be depend on one another. And by us working together, inshallah, this vision will be realized. Inshallah. Shukran Jazilan for that. And that is Maulana Suhail Wadi. Imam Ali, all the best uh, to you as well, inshallah. And we will be keeping those contact details. Uh, normally, it's almost become uh, president that we wrap up uh, Sheikh Shahid with uh, a short dua quickly. And I think there is a request that we make dua for Brother Anwar Dali who is not feeling so well and is in Rondebosch Clinic. Uh, then we have Fahim Abrams, a 15-year-old who's been diagnosed with cancer. Nazir yes. received an SMS uh, to say that from Nazrin uh, to make dua for Mama Bayra of Lansdowne. Uh, mm. They're all not well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them shifa, inshallah. And also for my uh, daughter who gave birth to the baby. Oh, yeah, mashallah. In hospital, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. So we make dua for the baby and also for the mother, inshallah. But for all the marda, all the, the sick in the, in the ummah, Inshallah, we're going to ask our Musafir and our special guest here tonight, Monan Suhail, to make a dua of shifa for the marta, inshallah. Monan Suhail, barakrafiq. Allahumma anta as-salamu minka as-salamu tabarakti adhal jalali wal ikram. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wa sallim. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanah wa fil akhirati hasanah wa qina'ata bannar. Rabbana la tuzih qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hablana min lahamka rahma innaka tuhab. اللهم اشفي مرضانا اللهم اشفي مرضانا اللهم اشفي مرضانا Oh Allah, all those that are sick, oh Allah, you grant them shifa, Amen. ya Allah. Amen. Make it easy for them and make it, may, may it be a means of all their sins being removed, ya Allah. Amen. And Amen. make it a means for them to to draw closer to you, ya Allah. Amen. Well, Amen. Uh, give them sihat, give them health in their bodies, ya Allah, in all aspects of their lives, ya Allah. Make Amen. it easy and grant them sabr and jameel uh, for, to, to them and for their families, ya Allah. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة ونعوذ بك من سخطك والنار يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا ذا الجلال والإكرام سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين سوف رمى سلف ريد وانعمد ياسير أدونس عن شيخ شهيد إسو Imam Ali and Mawlana Suhail and all our honored guests, we bid you assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.